Welcome to Broadcast with a capital BR. I'm your host, Gio, and I'm joined by our guest, our first guest, Atone Grimm, and we thank you for clicking that play button. Atone, man, how are you doing? And man, aren't you excited to be here? I'm very excited to be here, man. It's, I've been thinking about this all day. Let's go. Let's go. Exactly. He actually, so for anybody who don't know, Elmer Fudd had to kind of, well, he was planning on kind of having to back out last night due to a working late. And then he had a date with his wife, which I'm all about family. And so me and Atone were playing, or no, I was playing with a couple of friends and Atone was in the group with us. And I said, Atone, why don't you come on? And he was like, I've never done that before. And I was like, bro, tomorrow night's your first night then. And so, you know, Atone's here now with us. This is his first podcast experience. So it's going to be super cool to um, get him in this space and like give him a fill out for what it, what it feels like to be a podcaster. Um, so Atone, I'm excited you're here, man. Uh, me and Atone have been playing, I mean, together ever since broadcast started pretty much ever since uh, hurdle three K kind of stopped doing the um, arena stuff. Uh, Atone has kind of migrated himself over to broadcast more um, with that. So it's been really, really cool. Um, he's kind of like the, I would say he's like the arenas expert in, in the group, man. I'd call you that. You, you know, the most about arenas out of anybody I play with. So really cool. I, I do tend to play a lot of arenas. So <laughs> it is, it is good. And it's fun playing with you. So uh, with that broadcast is an apex legends podcast. It is your number one ultimate source of apex legends related content from news, deep dives and community related topics, as well as the ALGS. We hope that you will join our quest for knowledge and mastery as we explore Apex Legends together. With that said, we'd like to welcome any of our first-time listeners. If you'd like to become a part of the broadcast community, please visit our link tree at linktree forward slash br underscore broadcast, where you will find all of our link. Let's get into the topics. So a little short topic rundown here we got for you today. Um, so the first thing we're going to have is some announcements and quick topics. Then we're going to have... Welcome Mad Maggie to the games. The Mad Maggie, uh, the trailer for season 12 released and Mad Maggie has been brought to the game. So let's talk a little bit about her. Then we're going to go over the season 12 defiance, pretty much the web page that EA put out and what all that they've said is going to be coming to us in season 12. And then lastly, we're going to talk about the control mode, our speculation for the mode and tips, universal tips to help you as you enter apex legends first ever control mode when it drops so with that let's go ahead and move into the show announcements and quick topics the first thing i would like to announce and i'm very excited to announce this is that our boy crazy crazy and me go way back like whenever i first joined dropping spicy crazy was one of the first people in discord and even atone you i mean man you play with crazy too right sometimes yeah, played a few games he is uh if you want somebody for information, like I'm always surprised he doesn't just only play crypto because crazy knows everything. So um, I don't know. I think he likes Rampart though. So I, I think that's who he plays with <laughs> a lot, which uh, I don't know. Maybe crazy's on drugs too. I have no idea. Maybe his name's crazy. Um, but we go back to uh, uh, dropping spicy days where we, whenever I left dropping spicy, I basically became a, like a community manager and crazy joined with me in that role and we put out surveys each week and we ran tournaments together. And he was my stats guy. Um, he started helping with the tournaments. And then when we started doing the surveys, 
we actually started the show um, in, in there um, where we actually covered the surveys called Ready Room. And so what we have brought him on to the broadcast team is, is to help me create surveys for broadcast because we're going to start doing a weekly podcast. One week, it'll be Elmer Fudd um, with me, and we're just going to be covering community um, topics and so, sort of like what we're doing today. And then the next week, we'll be doing um, the responses to the surveys that we put out on a bi-weekly basis. So this last survey that we put out was actually called Wildlife in the Outlands. So we definitely would love for you to go and fill that out. It's on our link tree. So it's the first thing at the top of our link tree. Click it, fill it out. Let me know what you want um, as far as it goes when it comes to wildlife and all that kind of stuff. And then also give me your feedback on what our next topics for surveys should be. The next thing is we actually have the Dropping Spicy, the Dropping Spy Icy tournament coming up this weekend. Uh, Are you playing in that at tone? Have you heard of that yet? I am. I am actually going to play in that. uh, Got a few buddies Mm. of mine that we're going to squat up and do some work, man. Uh, I mean, he thinks he's going to do work, but I'm also in the tournament. So in reality... He's going to do work to stay below me on the leaderboards right there. <laughs> no, um, yeah, it'll be exciting. I'm playing with Elmer Fudd and Bert, and we are team Facebook Marketplace. But this thing starts um, on Saturday, January 29th from 9 to 11 p.m. EST. And if you want to go watch it, do it at twitch.tv forward slash mash those buttons, where they will be doing a live shoutcast, probably getting extremely intoxicated. And uh, um, it'll be really, really cool. Um, to have you all there. And of course, if you'd like to join in on the dropping icy tournament, join the mash.gg forward slash discord, where you can message exomat or Adam bomb one five one for the details. So go ahead and jump in that tournament. Um, as me, Elmer Fudd and Bert are um, great. Patreon uh, will uh, win the tournament. Um, and that's it. It's basically, I mean, we're, we're going to dominate, you know, I mean, that's, that is pretty stacked team. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a stacked team of people that don't know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, the next thing that I would like to talk about is the ALGS content will remain as it is. So we are going to do an overall arching ALGS podcast for the uh, split one playoffs. So we're going to do that. And then we're going to cover all the winners and all that kind of stuff and things that we learned in the split one playoffs. But then from here on out for split two, the same content where we cover one of each region during each week. Um, we're going to start out with South America this time, and then we'll cover each region up until the uh, split two playoffs. I believe there's playoffs. I believe. I think there is playoffs. And then you'll have your championship that we'll cover as well. We hope to get kick on for an interview. We hope to get some more of the analysts on for an interview um, and all that good stuff. And so speaking of interviews, We are excited to announce that we have gotten an interview with the minute, the guy from minute updates on YouTube. So he has around 38,000 plus um, subscribers. And so I think it's on, on February 12th at 8 PM CST, we are going to interview him and all about his YouTube content. He in a year's time, he went from getting like a hundred views on his videos to now where he gets like, thousands of views and he reached 38,000 subscribers. So I want to know what he did to, uh, to get to that level. And so what that kind of, what does that commitment kind of look like? Um, how does he get his stuff for his content? 
all that good stuff. So if you'd like to submit any questions for uh, that in our discord, you can come and drop some questions. We actually have a guest questions um, channel in the discord. So go ahead and do that. But one of the things that I thought was really, really cool. Um, I mean, this guy's successful in the apex space as far as it comes for news and information. And I emailed him, you know, asking for an interview and he sent back, thanks for reaching out to me. I watched some of your podcasts and not only do you seem like great people, but your quality is improving as well. So keep up the good work. And for someone that's just entered the, uh, I mean, I did dropping spice, but someone who's creating their own content now um, through broadcast starting in October and hearing that from somebody that's so successful. I mean, it just, it felt great. Right. Um, it felt really, really good to hear that. Um, but before we move on into the first topic, I want to ask a tone, some questions. We usually I'll have a huge list of, of, uh, you know, questions for guests, but, uh, a tone. The first thing I want to know is where did your name come from? Why did you pick a tone grin? <laughs> so my real name is Anthony and, um, my friends gave me the nickname a tone, like back in high school or maybe like, yeah, probably like around early high school, everyone just started calling me a tone, a tone, a tone. So <laughs> I just kind of shortened up my, my last name and, combined them together and turned into a tone grim and here i am i thought it was <laughs> it like worked. some grim reaper thing man that's what i thought nah, was... it's it's a play on my real name so it, it works out though both ways and it goes good you know i played in metal bands and everything so it all kind of flows together <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and so give us a little bit of your history right so of course now you own a pc what was your first console and what kind of games did you play um, coming up, you know, growing up? My first, my very first console was uh, uh, Nintendo, just the regular NES. Uh, I grew up on Mario. I've, I've got a of whole course. Mario <laughs> Brothers sleeve, bro. Like, oh, man. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, that's what I grew up on. It was always Mario, Sonic, stuff like that. As I got older, I mean, I've had pretty much every console after, like, up pretty until... Much after the NES, NES, pretty much? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there was a few that I skipped out on. I just... I There was a, a long period where I just stopped playing video games, too. And just recently, I kind of started getting more into it, probably over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, got a PlayStation 4. I got really into titanfall 2 and that that game is kind of what drew me back into playing first person shooters and all that like i hadn't played in years so titanfall 2 is kind of what drew me in with the big old robots and fast mm -hmm. action dude it was dude, it was unlike any other game i had ever played and i fell in love and some of the guys i was playing that with actually told me about apex because i didn't even i never even heard of it and, uh, you know, they were just like, it's from the same makers, Respawn, you know, I should check it out. And I just downloaded it one day and didn't even know what I was doing and mm -hmm. dropping in. And I just, I fell in love with it. I started playing it and that's been my main sense. So, man, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I did. Uh, I played Titanfall one and two back in the day, um, but then I kind of got into Overwatch and then once apex came out and I started doing a podcast on, I was like, well, I got to play this game then. And then of course, here we are three, almost three years later. I mean, literally almost three years later. Cause it's only like what, 10 days till we get to that anniversary or, well, I guess 11. Um, yeah. so with that, uh, 
what has been your favorite what's your favorite character and also out of the four maps with Stormpoint, Olympus, World's Edge and Kings Canyon, what is your favorite map and POI? I mean, I didn't start playing Apex until season 8, so I played a couple weeks on World's Edge. It was like the last week of World's Edge in season 7 and then I really got into the game season 8 with Olympus. So Olympus is kind of like my my baby. I I like mm. Olympus. Uh, I know a lot of people don't, but it's just it was the first map that I got to really play on, and I that yeah. that's been it. Oh, I love Olympus, so I'm excited about this new season and what the changes that are coming. Um, so, is your favorite character? I I think from playing with you, I'm gonna guess that Octane's your favorite character. But am nah. I wrong? Nah, I don't. Wait. Octane Octane's just. Octane's my guy that I like to play when I someone else has my main usually. Is it Bloodhound? Uh, yeah, I like Bloodhound a lot in BR. Bloodhound's a beast. So, okay, I was trying to guess. I, father, man. I remember <laughs> you when you. I, I I was trying to figure out it was either Octane or Bloodhound was your favorite because I remember, I play with. I mean I play with a tone a lot now. Um, so yeah, man. Well, that's exciting. I you know I'm glad that you have joined the community here. You know, of course, if you want to be just like a tone, you know, a tone came in, he's on the podcast now for the very first time he's been involved in the community. I mean, we literally all play with each other all the time. Um, and if you want to be like that, just make sure you join the discord. It's that simple. And we're here. Like everyone I talk to that on, on like in the game or outside of the game, they're like, I'm just trying to find a community or people to play with. We have that. We have that. We have about 105 to 110 people in the discord and anywhere from 25 to 30 of those um, are ready to hop in almost every night. So definitely join that tone. We're so glad you're here. We've got a ton to talk about today. So basically what a tone's going to be here for is I'm going to go through this content and, and I'm just going to ask a tone, his thoughts on it. Um, especially since he has a one day uh, look at like the notes. So it's uh, if, if you couldn't tell a tone, my notes are pretty thorough. I, I, I'm a very, <laughs> Thorough guy. That's one of the things that uh, Elmer Fudd and Dr. Shrimpley like about me is that I just, I put it all in the notes so everybody knows what I'm going to be talking about. So what we'll do here is we're going to start with uh, the, the, the first topic, which is welcome or how, how Elmer Fudd would say it. Welcome Mad Maggie to the games. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> and it was like, he's like, you know, all he needs is an animation of her, like packing a pack of cigarettes. And you know, that's, like, that's, <laughs> a, that's a crazy said the other day. I was like, Oh my God, here we go. Um, so Mad Maggie is entering the games, right? Um, some people are happy about this. Uh, I think her character looks pretty cool. Um, some people, because of the voice lines that we got spammed with like two seasons ago or a season ago, they are just like, oh, my God, why would you add to the game? I thought we were being bamboozled again. Why can't she be like Forge and just stay dead? But um, no, she is entering the games and she has done it in an explosive way. Right. So let's go ahead and talk about the stories of the outlines video that was released called Judgment. So I'm going to give you. The, the full layout of what happened. So we start out by seeing that Maggie has been captured and is being escorted by guards to the judge. This big old big dude with like a weird haircut that looks like it could be Gibby's dad in a far off land. Uh, that's who we're looking at. And he looks scary. Um, he looks like fierce, especially like in the, 
thumbnail image that Apex put out there. So she's getting dragged to him in chains by these guards. We then fast forward to the trial of Margaret Cohiri, right? <laughs> Where she is charged with 27 counts of sedition, 18 counts of inciting riot against the syndicate alliance of the free worlds, nine counts of raiding syndicate transport ships, and lastly, the masterminding of the attack of the Salvo syndicate merger ceremony, right? Where she blew up that giant ship and threw stuff all over King's Canyon and it destroyed stuff. That is what she is being charged with here. And she has been caught after committing those crimes. And of course we then find out who is, why is mad Maggie doing what she is? Who is mad Maggie? So her justification justification for her crimes is freedom for Salvonians from the syndicates treacherous ways since Salvo is now a syndicate world. And as the, the judge told her, as he kicked her off the ship of today's video, um, we own Salvo or Salvo is ours, right? So, you know, you see a bunch of clips where she's handing food back to Salvonians as they've taken all this material away from them. So mad badass, that's what I'm going to call her, Maggie, <laughs> then as in the middle of the trial, slams her mouth into a metal bar right in front of her. And then she spits her tooth with the biggest, like the best, not the biggest, the best, like hockaloogie at a dude's face you've ever seen from like, you know, I, I'm guessing like that was almost like half a football field away. Like this girl like can, can spit, right? She scares me. <laughs> so she spits her tooth, basically takes out this dude's eye. You see that in the thumbnail, his eye's gone. It's He's got an eye patch on now um, and shot it. Yeah, he's a <laughs> dude. She's freaking crazy. So then we get our first look at Dr. Silva, who is sitting in the back, um, who we've learned from Lisa Stone, a reporter who witnessed Forge's death. So if anybody remembers that, Forge and Lisa were having an interview where basically everybody thought Forge was getting out of the game. Rev shows up behind Forge and just kills him right in front of her. That's what happened about, I don't even know, I don't even know how many seasons ago, whenever they introduced uh, Revenant. So... Basically, he's this tr creepy guy in a trench coat, a fedora, and glasses. So then I wanted to go ahead and say, you, whenever you get to this point, you should reroute yourself to the Instagram videos that's been released. So in the Instagram videos, we have a release, uh, basically a release statement from Lisa Stone called Unraveling the Syndicate. And this is a new segment where we learn that there's been tragedies and accidents caused by the syndicate connected to bad leadership. She mentions that the syndicate can't protect their own legends, blaming them for Forge's death. She mentions that Duardo Silva, CEO of Silva Pharmaceuticals, will save the galaxy by taking a stand. And here is his statement that she releases. The council has failed. You deserve better. You deserve a true leader, a singular leader. I would be honored if you placed your trust in me to guide the syndicate space into the future. We need a true leader to run the syndicate, and we need it now. She is blind and convinced that he will save her, right? So if you got to the actual video early of the release trailer, or the trailer for today, you actually got to hear him give this speech at, in the countdown sequence. So it was really cool. So if you actually were following along with Instagram and then you were, you were there early, you heard Silva typing the speech out, which you then see him giving some sort of command during the trailer itself. So we then see them bring Mad Maggie out to be shot to death in the rain with the lasers that we can only guess are going to be a part of season 12. It looks like we might be getting laser pointers in the game um, on our guns. 
The judge then gets stopped by Mr. Silva. Basically, he's just showing that Mr. Silva is is over uh, the judges. He's kind of over who gets into the games. He's over the syndicate. And he tells uh, Maggie that her old friends will be waiting there to execute her in the Apex games. And that's the end of the trailer. And then she basically like yells out like, well, I'm a coming or something like that. Crazy. So, um, you know, so we had some thoughts on that video. So the first thoughts is everybody thought she was getting a shotgun kick for her leg. Turns out she's not. And she actually has both of her legs in the video. So that's the first thing I recognized was that she had both of her legs. The second thing was that it was just kind of nice to see that she was a freedom fighter, right? It was kind of cool to see that even though this girl is one of the most annoying characters that Apex has ever seen, um, as far as voice-wise goes, right? We have more annoying characters, some abilities like fuses, fuses uh, bombs that he shoots out are just so annoying. Um, but with uh, with her, we have a, annoying voice lines. Um, we then saw that Dr. Silva is an interesting character and that he also aligns with everything because he is Octane's dad, because Octane's real name is Octavio Octane Silva, right? If you didn't know that. Um, and then so we had some questions, right? is where will the story go next with the syndicate having so much power? Can we assume that one day the legends might all band together and they be defeated? Right? So that's kind of where I'm wondering where are we going with this overall story kind of thing? So Atone, what was your thoughts on the video on that video? What did you think it was, uh, you know, was it something that you were like, Oh great. That looks awesome. Or were you just kind of like, Oh wow, this is just another short, video that looks like they threw together to introduce maggie well i always love like the videos that they put out there's they they get me so hyped for the next season like every one of them is just so well done uh before this video like i really was not excited for mad maggie at all like i exactly what you said i thought it was just going to be annoying voice lines and just an unappealing character to me but after the video like now i'm I'm stoked for her. I'm I'm ready. She looks like she's gonna be a, a a beast, man. Like like her attitude is just wild, man. Like her attitude's like like I I think I put this in the Discord that I was somewhat attracted to her because she's such a bad <laughs> like uh, she's so like like it's like you know every, every girl women are you always hear that thing with other dudes like women are attracted to dudes that are jerks. Like men are sometimes attracted to women that can seem like a hard ass. Right. So I'm like, it was interesting to see that. Like, and actually, you know, if you go to the website, the actual like defiance website, she don't look that bad. Like she ain't, I thought she was a butterface, but man, she don't look that bad. Like she's like a better looking version of Bangalore. Cause I just don't think Bangalore is that cute. Right. So that's, that's just my thoughts on her, but she, I mean, I think that it was really cool. Like seeing her take a stand against the judge, um, seeing her fight for what she believed in. And then also seeing that while she's this hard girl uh, or woman that, that she also has a soft spot for the people that she knows and loves. Right. Um, yeah. So, and that's exactly kind of what we saw with fuse, right? She has, she has a soft spot for fuse. Um, she cares about him. And so now we get to see those two face off and we saw that in the next video, right? So let's go ahead and talk about that video. So the defiance launch trailer was released, um, today on uh one right? Um, if this is coming out tomorrow, I don't know for sure, 
Um, but yeah, it was released on 127. So this Thursday, and here's what happened. Mad Maggie, it's dropped into the games, but before she bites, before she gets dropped off the ship, this dude gets in her face and she bites his chin off and then kicks him out of the ship. Like what? What oh, yeah, did you was, think of that? It looked like it was one of the guards or something, but she yeah, like straight bro. up bites his throat. Like she just bites his throat out and kicks him off the back of the ship, like off, bro, off the plane. Like <laughs> I was like, oh I my mean, God. savage. She's she she's is. gonna be a savage. That better be like one of her finishers. <laughs> yeah, she she like turns your head around and like and yeah, spits zombie out. mode and shit. Oh, that's funny, man. That'd be great. Um, so mm-hmm. she gets pushed by. Uh, so whenever she lands on the ground, right, uh, the judge yells, "Salvo is in our hands" or something like that, and she gets pushed out of the ship, lands on the ground. Um, she then gets pushed by Crypto Mirage and Horizon, um, but shoots a breaching charge. Right, we'll talk a little bit about that later. A breaching charge at them, which hits a box and explodes on the other side as she escapes and she falls into the tiles of Olympus where she's been dropped off at. And so one of the coolest things that happens there, she drops and she falls into like basically the lair of Dr. Silva. She then sees him, starts running at him. She glows red, which indicates a passive ability sort of is what we're thinking. Um, And then he puts some bars down and he activates program defiance right and so the next thing we see is her coming up um on top of olympus we're at the new poi we can expect to get which is basically looks like a phaser that that phases the entire map of olympus to a different location so she gets placed out like in front of this phaser right a bunch of legends are fighting and it's got buildings around it there's a big old glowing bolt uh orb in the middle and Gibraltar looks at her and she, he's like, what did you do? And he like sh- shrugs his shoulder in the middle of a fight. I'm like, bro, you just going to stop like that. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, so yeah. So then basically Olympus gets phased into this circle. And then basically you see Olympus reappear um, as it's falling towards what can only be assumed as the Salvonium city of like, I think it's Pastime, which is where, um, lifelines from right so she it's falling towards the city um that then the turbines then kick on um mirage dies so i don't know if you caught that but like in in like super fast there's like something falling from the sky mirage is trying to get horizon horizon's trying to get mirage and the thing lands on him and you just see horizon and crypto they're like well there, there goes mirage again. <laughs> so mirage did die uh, in this trailer, um, poor Mirage. Um, so one of the coolest things here is we get a view of what we'll be seeing from the outskirts of the map. Um, so instead of having like space below us now, we'll now be able to see the cityscape below us because it's so close to the city. And then we also saw that we will get that POI and then we'll also be getting uh, basically what happened is like the build, as you saw, like whenever it started to reappear, buildings kind of got shuffled, cars or rovers or whatever got shuffled. So the map will probably look a little bit different from what it did before we got there the first time. Right. So basically we then have Maggie's trying to run and dodge stuff as she gets to bonsai. She tries to jump through the buildings as the phase as it's phasing into the map. She makes it and then is reunited with her squad, which is apparently octane and lifeline. 
They then take off running. Like it's weird because Octane's obviously using his speed boost, but he's still behind her while they're running. And I'm like, shouldn't he be in front? Whatever. Um, so they run into a, a squad of Fuse, Maggie, or a Fuse. I think it's Fuse, Wraith, and um, who was the other person on that? On that? Oh, Pathfinder. And so Lifeline takes yeah. out. Yeah, Lifeline takes out Pathfinder. Uh, Fuse, I think, ends up taking out the other one. And then you have Maggie, who then takes Octane's jump pad, jumps up into the air towards Fuse. Fuse then takes his ult and shoots it directly at her. And you hear a thunk, right? And you think all of a sudden, like, you think, you know, Maggie's erased. Maggie's just dead. Blew her up, yeah, sure. it's like, for sure. And uh, we can only assume then that she pulled out her little. Beyblade uh, ball or whatever and blocked the ult and then rolled it towards um, uh, towards Fuse um, sort of showing that it's going to be a wrecking ball of some sort and somehow survives. They knock Fuse um, and then basically Maggie lets the squad know because she grabbed Dr. Silva's glasses as she fe- uh, went back up um, to where the phase area was and um, tells uh, Octane basically like that's who our enemy is. And then Octane basically just calls him Papa and asks, what is he doing? Right. And that's how it ends. So what has happened to Olympus? You know, there's a lot of questions we have here. Um, we learn a lot of things here. I mean, I don't know, man. Like I want to know, I think what I've, what we've learned is one thing, the new POI is going to be somewhere located near Bonsai um, because she gets there so quickly from the phaser. So um, well, we know that. Um, but there's a couple other things that we have found out here. But first, before we get there, Atone, what did you think of the trailer? Do you, uh, you know, the entrance basically kicking off Mad Maggie, um, having her fight, meeting Dr. Silva, reuniting, and then fighting Fuse. What did you think about how they portrayed her in the game and then also her her uh, abilities? I mean, they make her look exciting, just like I thought, you know, she would be. Um her abilities, I'm still kind of up in the air about. Like, I'm not really clear on what her abilities are going to be. Like, there's the the wrecking ball but and the... The breach and everything like that, the man. Breach, it's, yeah. It's uh, interesting. It's weird. Like, it's, it's weird to see how it's going to play in-game, I guess, is more what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not really sure how people are going to try and use her if she's going to be... A, defensive legend or is she going to be like a, a counter to Gibby's in sort of way with is the breach going to work on his bubble like there's so many weird things that can happen with her but I, I mean I'm interested in how it plays out either way like she looks like she's going to be an exciting legend yeah so we'll talk actually we'll talk a little bit about what other people have speculated from the video as being her abilities here in a minute and we can kind of you know, say what, what we think she's going to be. We can make some predictions here. And then on the next show, we'll say we were wrong or we were right. That's all about, that's what it's all about here. So some things we learned, it looks like Dr. Silva has ran the program defiance, causing Olympus to be relocated above a city. Um, and that makes the, and the legends think that mad Maggie is to blame because Dr. Silva told mad Maggie that everyone needs an enemy, um, from, from this. And that, and basically she's going to be that she's going to be the person that caused it. She's um, the so fall be, guy. Yeah, she's the fall guy for Dr. Silva. So we will see kind of how that plays out with voice lines, how that plays out with like, you know, it, it almost seemed like by the end of the trailer, at least Octane and Lifeline know that that she's not to blame. So we'll see if that continues. Maybe 
you know, we won't get any voice lines. Maybe she'll just act like everybody knows that it's actually Octane's dad. So um, very interesting there. We know that there is a new area on Olympus that is kind of like, it looks like it's a, a globe that was sitting on something that's opened up and it's got this electric lightning look around it. And so of course we know that in the middle of that is where Olympus got sucked into and phased to the other place or as it was falling towards the city. Um, and we know that around that area, you can see a couple of buildings and then in the center is where the phaser is. So it'll be a, kind of like a roundish um, POI. And it looks like from what I've seen from in the trailer, it looks like there's like no bridges to it. You kind of just run up to it almost like in all the other Olympus areas itself. Um, and then we also kind of got a look at Mad Maggie's ability. So on the EA website, they always do this. Um, with Fuse, they did this. With Ash, they did this. They had a picture of Mad Maggie basically show, showing you what her ult is going to be, right? And so it's got her with this shield that she's kind of pulled off of her side, and she yanks out um, kind of like a Beyblade, right? Yanks that out, yanks out a chain that everybody thought for a while was a whip, but it's actually she's pulling it out, and then what we can expect now is that that will expand into the giant wrecking ball that you saw in the trailer. But let's go ahead and talk about what we gained from the trailer itself. Um, of course, on her character kit, you've got the, you've got the uh, little wrecking ball on one side. You've got the breach charges hanging down on the other. Um, and then you've got this weird ability. We saw in the video that she glowed red whenever she started taking off at Silva, whenever she, uh, I think whenever she went towards Fuse, she glowed red. And so here is what is speculated to be her passive ability. It's going to be something like Bangalore. You know, when Bangalore gets shot while she's running and there's smoke, she, um, you know, she runs a little bit faster. And so what people are expecting is maybe when she turns red, she gets a speed boost and then she might take less damage than she, she would be when she didn't use her passive. So um, they're looking at something like that being her passive, which would be, um, which would indicate to me that you would definitely want to use this character as someone like, you know, Revenant type where you'd want to push towards something because you know, you're going to take less damage, making her more of a damage character. Um, even though, I mean, you could call her a defense character with that, with that all. So it's a little weird because it almost seems like we're getting two different types of characters in one with that. But how do you like that? A passive you think, you think that sounds like a good a pass passive to give her? I mean, yeah, it's a cool passive. I I just don't know. It's so similar to Bangalore's already with the double time. It's just yeah. like they could have thought of something a little bit more unique. I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and it was kind of like they are they are recycling a couple things, and and I'm I'm okay with recycling things as long as it fits the character. With her, I think it kind of fits it because Maggie is this girl that's like been on destruction. She's wanting to always engage. Um, but a lot of the time she's engaging vocally in what we've seen now, but she's also probably the type of character that would like to engage in a fight. So giving her a passive that kind of adds to her personality as um, somebody that would like want to push a fight, I'm cool with that. Um, of course, there's some other things that people are throwing out there sort of like an ammo box, possibly um, just because that's what they've heard. And then I forget, there was one more that uh, 
someone threw out there as her passive, but it didn't make any sense to me. So I didn't include it. It was weird. It was kind of like some kind of scan ability, but we've heard that we've heard from John Larson in the interview there. Um, I think with Kajani plays that that's not going to be something. So we have her glowing red, um, taking less damage as a possible passive, which we might be wrong on, but we're going to go with it. Um, the tactic. Yeah. Yeah. The tactical, um, is going to be the breach charge. I mean, if they don't do that for her, that's ridiculous. But basically she pulls out some kind of, it almost looks like she takes the breach charge off her belt, puts it in some sort of gun, and then that causes it to shoot out towards uh, somebody like we saw in the trailer. She takes it, she shoots it, and it hits the box. And on the other side of the box, there was fire and all kinds of stuff that would cause damage. Um, which, man, to be honest with you, the game needs this. The game needs this big time. This this gets you, like, final circle, teams are hiding in buildings, you throw a couple breach charge at the side of the building. You throw a couple of breach charges at the doors. You break the caustic gases that are around it. All that kind of good stuff. This guy, this girl is going to, uh, anybody that would be good in a building, like a rampart, um, sitting in a building with ramparts, blo- uh, 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 things blocking the door, a caustic setting in a building with a bunch of caustic barrels. You're going to be able to make all those kind of things disappear so that you can push into a building. So, I am super excited for it. I was nervous about it at first. Um, it's a if you played Rainbow Six Siege, you would see uh, the Fuse ult. There was a guy on there named Fuse, and he would take something out, put it on like a wall, and then blow the wall, and anything behind it would take damage. That's exactly what this is, except for it's a projectile, or or well, you can shoot it out. Uh, so, what did you think? What do you think about that, man? Do you think it's gonna be anno- annoying? And I think it kind of brings that into the game, kind of like Fuses does. It might be like like a little bit annoying, but what do you think about it? I mean, I hope it's just for like doors and blast walls, and not just like any wall of a building, <laughs> or like yeah, any box I'm behind. Like if you're just like taking cover behind some bins, and then you can just blow them up now. Like that'd be insane. <laughs> yeah, like the first thing I thought of was um, what's the uh, what's the arena's map for Seer? What's the one that came out with him? I forget it's what like it's a, called. Encore. Encore. So you know how on the Encore stage, they've got all those like boxes that you basically hide behind um, and you just poke at each other. Her ult or her breaching charge, not ult, her breaching charge, if you throw it at one of those while those people are hiding on the other side of like the, I guess it's concrete with grassy patches. Man, man, she's going to be strong there. It's going to be amazing. Making everyone's life hell. Uh So you get her. (laughs) So if you get her on a team with Fuse, just looking at it, you 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 breach charge the little square area with fuse with her, and then you shoot fuses ta- tacticals at each side as they're trying to run away. I mean, there's no way you're not gonna be doing. You're gonna be breaking shields, doing damage, man. Uh, the only thing I don't know is like, it looks like these things are small, so I don't. I think you're gonna have to have some kind of information whenever you go to use them. So like say you use them in a building, if the building's a little bit bigger, you're not going to hit anything unless you can see the caustic barrel. So you might need to get a scanner on your team to be able to see where to shoot the breaching charge. So um, very interesting. And, and and also my next question that wasn't answered in the video was, can you put like, can you directly hit a character with this? And what does that look like? Cause 
That would That's be gotta be painful, right? Exactly, bro. Like I feel like, bro, I feel bad for the dudes in that game. You know, if you low shot, you know, blow that <laughs> stuff right out they blow that stuff right out they ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be some funny stuff right there, man. So. Not not Octane though. No, no, no. <laughs> you won't even be able to hit Octane with that stuff. <laughs> so then we got to see what we can only expect is her ult. So basically, we didn't get to see the animation of her ult happening, which would probably be if you look at the the image on the website, it's gonna be her ripping the cord or the chain out. And then kind of this shield expanding into what looks like a mine. Um, but basically what we think will be called wrecking ball, right? That's what they, in the game files, that's what we've seen. Um, so people are speculating, you pull the chain out and then that activate it. So it looks like it's going to shield her from taking at least damage somewhat. And then it'll be able to be kind of, thrown out towards an object. And so one thing that I did hear um, about this is that this was an artist's concept of what the ult looked like for this video, right? So I don't know if what we saw was actually like the true shape and size. I'm sure it's the true shape. I'm sure it's a circle. Um, but I'm wondering how big this ro rolling ball is. Like, is this just big enough so that you can, you can knock over a character like how much damage is this going to do? Um, I have a lot of questions because it almost seems like you have to be like very accurate to use this character. So I don't know. How do you feel about the wrecking ball? <sighs> Miley Cyrus. I mean, <laughs> Can you <like> wrecking ball? <laughs> and then you twerk and look like a chicken. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's just the, uh, if, it's gonna. I'm interested to see what it looks like in game because if it's not that looked like, uh, like you said, an underwater mine, pretty much like mm -hmm. a spiky ball. Um, yeah, I'm just interested to see how it plays out in game. Really, like it. It sounds like she's gonna be dealing a lot of damage with all of her abilities, pretty much. Like, yeah, and like one thing that I would like to see from it, and this might make it a little op, but it looks like it hits fuse directly. So I'm curious. If it will knock on, yeah, it knocked him. Knocked him. So will it? Is it just gonna be that this locks onto a character and hits them, or is this gonna be like if you're lucky enough to hit them, it's gonna knock them kind of thing? You know, I mean, Fuse hadn't taken any damage, which I know it's a cinematic, but but right. I'm curious at how it's gonna be. Like, I would really, and then I also want to see the animation for what it looks like. Like, I would like to see a trail animation of what route it's gonna take. That way I would be able to see exactly where it's going to go um, before I throw it. Because I don't want to just like have to rely on a my dot in the middle of the screen. I want to be able to see a trail and then be like, okay, it's going to run over this dude. Um, if anything, I think the ult will be really, uh, really, really good in uh, third-party fights. When you're pushing in, you want to throw in objects that like kind of disrupt the fight or kind of knock somebody if you're able to hit one of those people with this ult, it'd be huge. Um, you know, some of the questions I had all right off the bat is like, how does it do? Like if I'm staying on top of building and the building has like a lip, a lip on it, right. Does this ball like roll over the lip and then like land on top of somebody? Um, so there's a lot of questions here, or is it going to like stop and bounce back and forth at the lip? Like, and then what does it take to destroy this thing? Like, 
is it just that it like you hit somebody with it and then it goes away or does it stay on the map as debris? I don't, I don't know. So all kinds of questions up in the air that we will get to see in the gameplay trailer, but we definitely wanted to, to tell you all what we've got, um, what we think apex has got in store for mad Maggie. Um, really cool stuff, man. I, I'll tell you what I'm, I'm excited about her, her kit. I'm excited that it is a counter to some of these defensive characters. Um, I would really like to see really what I would like to see is I would like to see it be able to attach to a Gibby bubble or a Gibby shield, a dome, and then it shoot fire inside of the Gibby dome. That's what I'd really like for it to do. That would be, be sick. Cool. So yeah. that would be kind of a direct counter to him. Um, but it looks like it'll be a lot of fun to play mad Maggie. And of course, Next time on broadcast, I will make sure to update everyone. If if the gameplay trailer has been released, we will tell you the three abilities um, and maybe cover them a little bit more. But as for now, that's kind of what it looks like. So we hope that we're right, but uh, we will see here in the near future. Can I just throw in, after the first video from the trailer, the judge started with no eye patch, and then in the beginning of the second one, he had an eye patch. Yeah, and then in the first video, Maggie spits her tooth at the judge, and then in the uh -huh. second video, Maggie's got a gold tooth. Oh, <laughs> how did she get it? Wait, so they just gave know. her a gold tooth? Like, like when she's talking, when she's talking before they kick her off, like she's got a gold tooth in the front. Now I was expecting to see like a gap or something, you know, but yeah, gold tooth. Good, good eyes. Yeah, so I'm curious if that's just because they wanted her to have that for the kit. Like, yeah, like, maybe. like in the in-game stuff. So curious Something on for, like, what a would, character look. Yeah. Like what? I wonder where she would have got, maybe she like, maybe while she was waiting in prison, like she bought a gold tooth off somebody or something like, Hey, <laughs> hey give me a gold tooth. <laughs> so, <laughs> like she that. just ripped so, it out of someone else's mouth, dude. <laughs> oh, but, oh, yeah. hey, hey, come here for a second. <laughs> oh, Thanks for the tooth. <laughs> so, and the, the thing that I don't know, did you, did you get to see the, uh, and I don't know her name. I'll have to next, next time I'll make sure to mention her. Um, did you see the voice actor for her? Did you get to no, see her at no. all? Man, she is beautiful. And like, does not fit. Like you would look at this girl and you'd be like, and like, I can imagine like I'm going out to date on like a Tinder date with her. And like, she started, and now I'm starting to talk. Hey, my name's Garrett. How you doing? Yeah, Mad Maggie. <laughs> She's like this super beautiful I girl. I do a voice for Maggie. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, all right, listen, like usually like usually we'd have to put a bag on your head if you were ugly, but we just gotta cut out your voice box or something now. So uh, you know, we just can't listen to that stuff. So uh yeah, so we uh yeah, so that's all for Mad Maggie there. So we're gonna move into season twelve defiance is the webpage what that kind of showed us. And so one of the things like, you know, like I said, a tone is all about um, arenas. And so a tone, we have been introduced to the new limited time mode called control. So for the first three weeks of defiance, you're able to play a non V nine control mode where basically your capturing points. We'll talk more about what control is in our, in our latter topic, but Nine versus nine on existing maps with infinite respawn. Dude, are you, how, how excited are you? Or are you like, this is going to cause me anxiety. 
because there's going to be so much going on. Like, how do you feel about this? Are you excited for the future of this? I, I like it. It reminds me of uh, Titanfall 2. What is it? Attrition? Attrition, yeah. Yeah, like just constant respawns. Just go get as many kills you can, die, whatever. Instant respawn. Just I'm hoping yeah. they respawn you in different spots too, like they did in Titanfall. So it's not like people can just sit there and like spam kill you because that mm-hmm. would suck. Yeah. I don't want that. Man, but now we kind of get why they really the map that we both don't like. Well, I forget what the newest map is. Arenas, the the jungle themed one. I don't even uh, does it even, uh, area it ha- four or something. Yeah, it has a weird name. But yeah. now we can kind of see maybe why that got released because uh, maybe it's for that. They said existing maps, but they didn't really say what existing maps. Like, is it arenas existing maps or is it? going to be like areas and POIs of the BR maps. They didn't really get to tell us that yet. And in this trailer, the Defiance launch trailer, we didn't see that. So we really have no idea about that, but we can only guess that it probably is going to be the arenas maps. But some of those arenas maps are like small. So I don't know. We'll see. True. I don't know. Like on that lava map, it would be pretty. What is it? uh... I forget what it's called, but yeah, the lava. Yeah. That would be really well if you put it like if you put B A A and C where the bins are, and then you put B up on the middle, like B would be hard to B would be oh. really hard. But like A and C, you could possibly take those real easy. But with nine people There should there wouldn't be a ring then either, right? If it's just constant respawn. I would hope they're not, not trying to they're not trying to force the fight, so the no. the ring would be out. So I guess when you think about it that way, then like those spawn areas where you kind of start that nobody uses to really fight in, that makes the map a little bit bigger. So you're going to have people running around everywhere, all oh, over. It's going to be hard, man. They'd have to like, I don't know, you'd have to, I think you just make it where the, I don't know, because you definitely don't want to <laughs> respawn in the same side every time. Because then you can spam them. You know, when they're kind of come out of that little area where you load in. I don't know. You think it would be like uh, uh, CSGO where, like, you get, like, a few seconds when you're respawning to see, like, if somebody's waiting for you mm. or you can turn and shoot them before they can shoot you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So, you know, so limited time mode control, which a lot of people, uh, Shrug Tall actually posted on Twitter. He's the one that does all the leaks. And he said, you know, I think it was Shrug Tall. It was either Shrug Tall, Garrett, or minute and they said you know uh the hope is that this becomes a full time mode not just a limited time mode and like everybody comment was like this is gonna this needs to be a full time mode the reality behind it is you can say that but this might just be chaos and just horrible to play like it might just be real bad and so it's rather i would rather them do a limited time mode and then bring it out as a, a full time mode next season than to just automatically make it a full-time mode because then you're going to have the whole like cry babies and all that on Twitter. Like, Hey, you need to change this mode a little bit. It's, I don't like the 99 needs to be six V six. It needs to go back to three. You know, we're going to have all those terrible people out there. This has to be like beta testing for them, right? Like they're just going to try it out like as a LTM and see how it goes. Kind of run their, they're all about the stats and running numbers over there. So I'm sure. They'll see how it goes out and figure it out from there. Exactly. Matchmaking. 
Yeah, I don't even know, man. Like, it's just gonna be like get you get you in a game as fast as possible. I don't care. You you you're gonna be matched with like three. Like one team's gonna have three preds. The other team's gonna have like all bronzes or something. It's gonna be wrong. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Maybe maybe they'll maybe in the patch notes this time we'll get a matchmaking update or something. That's the hope, right? So. Yeah. The next thing you see on the website is you've got Mad Maggie for all of her crimes. Mad Maggie has been condemned to fight the death in the games, but just who's being punished here, right? Um, we then see that they mentioned that a, a new view from Olympus, something is different about the floating city, but what? So we did see that that POI in the video um, could be added. We saw that there's going to be some rearranged other things, um, but is there anything else like a rearranged or the, or the actual POI has been moved? Like, What's happened here, we don't know, but we do know we're probably going to have the cityscape in the background. And we actually knew that before the video came out. Minute Update shared that in, in a video he did, like uh, in between the two videos that released. So knew that was going to happen, didn't know exactly what it meant, but now we do know what it means. And then lastly, uh, well, we have a, oh, two more things after this, but the third anniversary event, the third year of Apex. I've been playing Apex since February of 2019, my friend. It has been a journey. I played since season zero. I didn't. I don't think I played launch day. I'm pretty sure my first day was like February 24th or something. I remember it. I remember it was. I dropped into the game. I'd never played a BR before, and man, just thinking. I went back today because if you go back on the apex legends uh youtube you can they have all the different seasons and releases um the videos from those and they have the original release videos where where they made wraith look like a total badass like this girl looks like like she she like phases out whenever she gets pushed by gibby and then you know sniping them from the outside with a triple take or a or, or a craver or something like that and then i was watching like school town all that man and just to think that's been three years man since i dropped my first drop and it was in school town it was like six different teams it was nasty um but basically they said log in to get some rewards to celebrate the third anniversary of apex legends players will unlock rewards for just logging in for the first time in for the first three weeks so if you log in for three weeks um you'll get some rewards and this comes february 8th so we know that Season 12 will be here on February 8th. And so basically from February 8th through 15th, if you log in, you will get three thematic packs for Octane. And I think it's three loot, loot things. So loot uh, ticks or whatever. Um, then from February 15th to the 22nd, you've got three thematic packs coming out for Watson with three loots. Uh, loot ticks or whatever they're called. And then February 22nd through March 1st, you've got three thematic packs coming out for Valkyrie. And then you've got one legendary pack. Okay. So these are three packs on the octane, three packs on the Watson. And then you get four packs on the Valkyrie with one of those being a legendary pack. So man, you get, you get something for at least one of your favorite characters, man. <laughs> I don't know my, why they picked Watson. My, my part-time man, Octane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, we don't really know what these are going to look like. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty cool that they're giving us some free stuff, right? Apex is kind of coming around. Um, they realize that their costs are pretty high, which, I mean, it makes, some of it makes sense. 
some of them don't make sense. Some of the ugliest skins you'll ever get, they put on there for like 40 bucks. And it's like, no, I would never buy this ever. And, but I did like, like recently getting recolored skins. I like getting the recolored skins of like the ones I already own. That's pretty cool. And they allow you to use, I actually got to use my legend unlock tokens or whatever they're called. I don't know exactly what they're called to get a, a revenant skin earlier. And I was like, man, I've got like a million of these points. Cause I've unlocked every legend on my main account. Um, now that I have okay. two accounts, I'm, I'm officially a Smurf, a tone. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It feels horrible. It feels horrible. But uh, yeah, so, you know, you got Octane, you got uh, Watson, and you got Valk. So if you're a fan of any of those three characters, look out for that. Some cool stuff there. Um, we don't know exactly what it is, but I know that the next thing, the Battle Pass, is going to be called Defiance. It's So basically the color theme for this time around is yellow and black. And so the battle pass is the apex symbol with what looks like flames coming out of it. And we are expecting it to be a rebel biker battle pass. So Atone, you're excited about this, right? We're waiting for this, man. Saving up some money. <laughs> hey, take my money, Apex. Man, what kind so what kind of theme are you what kind of if you had to pick one legend and you had to give them a biker theme? What what legend would it be, and like what would you give them, like a, a biker jacket? What would you do? Well, I, you've already got fused with the evil Knievel, so like that's kind of kind of there. Yeah, man, um, I would. I don't know. It's like, hard to think. I would think like Octane. I'd give Octane like a jacket, like a green like leather jacket with like engines on the back with fire shooting out of them, like combustion engines on the back of it with like a logo. It's like fastest muck in the in the whole planet or something like that like can't catch this or something cool like that man and of course mad maggie mad maggie's gotta have like a cool biker skin like she's gotta have like she rolls up she's got the giant uh things coming out of her shoulder that's pointing up and all that good stuff spikes yeah the spikes coming out she got then you're gonna have to give uh, one of them like a helmet with the spikes coming out of it in the top like like some road warriors type stuff. exactly like is uh, what do you what is that one show called um it's where they're in the, like the apocalypse or whatever i forget what it's called like well it's like the game rage but it uh i forget what the movie's called but yeah something cool like that kind of like apocalyptic biker crap or something like that man real yeah, real I, cool i could see octane on like a crotch rocket but i, I would put gibby on like a like a fat boy harley yeah <laughs> Just like a, a cruiser. Oh, yeah, he's sure. got the big tire in the back. Got the big tire. Yeah. yeah. And whenever he takes off, <laughs> like it shoots out flames so, in the back. With the, with the ape hangers. Just... Exactly. Like, <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> yeah. That'd be real cool. So we got Rebel Biker coming. Some cool skins there, probably. Some cool emotes. Um, some cool things, right? So with Rebel Biker. Uh, and then lastly, we found out Ranked is returning. Oh, yay. <laughs> ranked is back. And so the guess, the guess for Ranked is because Olympus has been altered, we know that probably Olympus will be the first split of Ranked, which is fine. I mean, we haven't had Olympus in Ranked for a whole season now, a season and a half, something like that. Um, and then we can only guess that either King's Canyon or Storm Point, since we just got over World's Edge, will be the second half. My thoughts are I don't think they're going to bring Kings Canyon back for ranked. I think that people have whined enough about Kings Canyon 
that unless they somehow expand it or make it bigger again like they did before, we're probably not going to see Kings Canyon on ranked. So I would expect maybe Storm Point, since it's the newer map, to be your second split there. Um, but we will see, of course, what, what happens there. I, I would be okay with Storm Point coming back. Um, you know, I got kind of, Storm Point kind of got stale for me there for a little bit. But as far as ranked goes, it's one of the better ranked maps apart from World's Edge, I think. So um, real cool there. So make sure you drop in there. Um, you know, set a goal for yourself. And one of the things that we're going to be doing over the next couple of weeks here on dropping spice or not dropping spice here on uh broadcast is that we're actually going to, uh, Noco puffs did a video of how to get out of bronze, how to get out of silver, how to get out of gold, how to get out of plat, so forth and so, so on. Um, so we're going to actually cover his tips in each one of those ranks. I'm going to make that a topic each week. So we'll start with bronze and then work our way up. Um, and, and basically what is Noco puffs who's on TSM? What does he say it takes to get out of each rank and move up? So, and it changes with each rank. So we will talk about that. That's my goal over the next couple of shows. Um, so with all this know, made known, um, we hope that we are correct on a lot of this, but at the same time, um, it's just going to be exciting season there so the last topic is control mode speculation and tips so first question is for some people is what is control mode right what is this mode so basically i typed out a definition here team spawn in locations usually close to at least one control point on the opposite side of an enemy team so if you've got a and c closer to two uh, closer to the spawns of the teams then you'll have one spawn near a one spawn near c and then you'll have b located in the middle of the map the goal is to control the point, right? So you run to the point, it does a status bar, you capture it, and then you try to move into other areas to control those points. Uh, the more control points you capture, the more points you accumulate, and whoever has gained the most points by the end of the game or the total amount of points before the other team wins that game. So that is the control mode for anybody that's never heard it. Um, of course, there are different, different types, right? Like in... In uh, Call of Duty, you actually have a kind of a control mode where you only have a certain amount of lives. So then, you know, having lives matter over whether or not you can control the points. So you actually have to be careful on what you do. So it'll be interesting to see that uh, and how that plays out with the infinite respawn. So some things that we can speculate. So we know there's going to be loadouts, and our guess here is that the loadout system will match that of the 2021's Winter Express, where it had it broken out into different types and then had guns assigned to those types, and you were able to pick those um, different loadouts. And that way, there that eliminates the need for looting, and that eliminates all that kind of stuff. Um, we don't know for sure whether or not there will be care packages in this mode, but we can assume that more than likely there might be. Um, so we will see there. With that, the next thing that we can see is we know that it's going to be as nine versus nine. We know exactly that's going to be what that's going to be how many you're going to be fighting. It's nine of you versus nine of them. And based upon the image that we're given on the website, we can assume that it's going to be red versus blue. So probably whatever skin that you use will be colored in that aspect, or they might have default skins for each character. Um, and then that's what you're going to be assigned is to a red versus a blue team. You'll see the in the image, you also see the control point and what it looks like. It looks like a skinny 
device with a little ball at the top with a light in the middle that's on this kind of stand and it looks like it's gonna it, it in the in the image it blows it glows blue but i'm curious to see if it will change based upon what team owns the control point maybe it'll glow red maybe it'll glow blue um but we don't know for sure yet the next thing is that we know that there's going to be an infinite respawn we know that for sure so there's no you need to play for your life this is all about capturing the points pushing them and and gaining control however you do that you know we'll talk about tips here in a second we also be assumed that you will be able to use character abilities like you did in winter express so i went back and looked at winter express and winter express does exactly what br does um it takes a certain amount of time and you accumulate your ult over that amount of time i hope that's kind of what it looks like here because it would be horrible if you could buy your old or do something like that, right? You don't need to be able to do that. You need to, you need to, you need to get in an old after a certain amount of time, and then that way they don't have to do much work with this mode. They could just leave it the same, leave your cooldowns the same, and all that kind of stuff. And then the next thing is that we would guess that there would be multiple rounds, right? So it, hopefully it's not just like the first team to two fifty points wins overall. I'm hoping that there's a a first, a second, a third round. And that way you have the ability to come back and win if you've lost the first round. And that's how most of the control modes work is they have three rounds. So how does that all sound to you? Does that sound like something that you would like to play? I mean, I'm going to play it. <laughs> You're going to play it? it. <laughs> there, there's it. a lot of, it's, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot. I mean, who knows how this is going to go? Because they've already said that lobbies are going to stay three people lobbies. So you're going to have, three different lobbies of three people oh, joining. Oh, I didn't know that. One team. I thought it was Oh, three yeah, different no. lobbies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get what you Yeah, saying, so right? like in your lobby you can only have three people still. So yeah. like you can't it can't just be like, "Hey, I'm looking for, you know, eight other people, like let's all join up, like all squad up," which is what I wanted. And this yeah. sounds I know the uh I think it was a girl that is the creator of this that works for them posted something online that people were sharing that said that it's still going to be three people lobbies. So that's mm. my only gripe with it because I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, are you going to have like a max of like three Gibbies on one team because there can only be one in every lobby or how are they going to control that? I don't know. Like I hope that there's a, you, you go into the mode, you get brought to a screen where it's got like, all the different like 18 different spots and then you can invite a squad to join your squad that's what i would really like to see like being able to since it's going to be that way it would be really cool to be able to invite a whole squad to join me so i say if like we got you know nine people in the discord wanting to play i can invite your squad and that other guy's squad and then we can all just play as a nine team i don't know but then again i don't know how it's going to be it's going to be it'll be interesting to see the layout here i don't know so um that will be interesting because then you like if you're it's gonna be hard because you're gonna have like leaders on each team right most teams have an igl and then one basically you're gonna have to figure out out of all those nine people who is the igl for this mode like no mm. there's no there's no igl in this mode this is just straight chaos you, you've got respawns like people are gonna be spawning all over are you gonna be like yeah. hey and then they're dead and then you're like and then they're on the other side of the map, and you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I almost wish they would have brought out Team Deathmatch first before they brought this out and saw how Team Deathmatch was. Yeah. Because like, it would have been chaotic, but it, I'm cool. I'm cool with the control mode. So 
I basically, what I did here was I went through, watched a lot of videos, looked at a lot of stuff and came up with tips, universal tips that go with any control mode you ever played. So the first thing is to take time, learn the maps and the control area. So right now we know it's coming on existing maps, but what we don't know is what areas of those maps are going to be the control areas. So the first thing you need to do before you do anything is as soon as you hop into a map, if go find a layout of that area and then draw those control areas, I would almost have like a document on your computer or on a piece of paper or something printed out. That way I can mark them. And that way, cause it's important to know exactly where control areas are. Um, that way you can kind of tell your team like, Hey, I'm going left here to get to B. I'm going right here to get to C. Um, hey, cover B at this angle, all that kind of stuff. So that's my first tip out there. The next one is to decide your role, right? A lot of times the question is what I'm, what am I going to be doing? Am I going to be defending a point? Say we've taken a, and we don't want nobody to come to a, or am I going to be pushing a point? Like if, if my team says, Hey, let's take off and go push B or let's wrap around to C, you know, am I a defender of my already existing point or am I a pusher? And also like, what character are you going to play? The character screen is going to be as important because if you're a Gibby, it would be okay to sit back and defend, right? Or if you're a Rampart, you can defend an already uh, already uh, co collected point, right? So, you know, decide your role, look at the character you're going to play and decide whether or not you're going to be a defender or a pusher. Um, the next thing is coordinate your team pushes. You don't just want to run towards a point that's not yours if there's a possibility there being nine other characters there, there's going to be nine other characters worth of ults. So there's going to be nine other characters worth of passives. There's going to be nine other characters worth of tacticals that's waiting. There might be a rampart waiting for you. And just one single rampart sitting at a point is enough to take off three different people, right? It's, uh, you need to coordinate your pushes. Nine Sheilas. Nine shield. Yeah, the hope is oh, that's another thing is hope we're <laughs> speculating also that only one character can be picked a characters can only be picked by one player rather than have multiple characters. I actually tweeted at Apex and said, Well, what if a new player comes in, they only have six characters unlocked, and all those six characters get selected, what happens then? Right? So uh, this may this means that you're gonna have to have nine characters unlocked. Is that gonna be a thing? Like in order to play this mode, you've got to have at least nine characters unlocked. I don't know. So I was curious sounds, on there. Sounds more like we're going to have multiple characters. I hope not. Man, that would be I hope not though. too, man. Nine, <laughs> we'll Gibby, nine Gibby bombardments going off at the same time. R.I.P. Yeah. No. Uh, Broader. So, so yeah, <laughs> defender or pusher, decide what you're going to be. Coordinate your team push. The next thing is use your abilities wisely. Like if you get a fuse ult, like aim the fuse ult and make sure it makes sense. Like your team can push through the flames. You could do that on the, to put that, to, you could put like fuse ult between enemy characters in the point that you're trying to capture. That way they can't back up to it. Um, you know, Sheila, you don't want to just like whip that out and, you know, do anything crazy with, I mean, I guess you could, it's chaos, whatever. Uh, give me ult. I mean, give me ults hurt your teammates. It's going to hurt you on this mode. Like, especially if we're playing on smaller maps, man, this is going to be, important is to use these abilities wisely make sense like make make them make sense right um the next thing is try not to do individual plays like this is a team game this mode is going to be extremely a team team mode because 
you have to have team. The, usually the way control works is that the more teammates that are on a point, the faster it caps. So, you know, you definitely want to be with a team whenever you're capping that point. That way you can cap it as soon as possible. The next thing is after controlling multiple points, you can look for respawn points. So you can do what we don't want to see, but we know what we love to see, right? What we love to do is we love to look for the respawn points and shoot people as they're respawning. That way that you can hold the points and get the most points that you can get out of the capture of those points. The next thing is take notice where enemies are coming from when you control a point that will also give you the respawn points along with it'll give you the direction that maybe more enemies will be running to you. And then you can guide your team to aim near that location, right? So that's another one of those. Elimination is important in this mode with infinite respawns. Capturing should be the priority. This is where the mode is different from other modes in other games. And then the last two that I have here is usually team spawn at A and C. How it works most of the time. The best move is to decide as a team what the goal will be from the beginning of the game. Is your goal to capture the hardest point, which will be B most of the time? Most of the time, the middle point is always the hardest. Or is it to rotate to C while holding A in order to distract the enemy to get to B? So, kind of want to have those conversations before you drop in in order to be the most successful with your initial push because most of the time on the way that control works, your initial push means a ton. It means whether or not you can lose or win a game, right? Uh, it really does. So, um, and then the last thing I have here is don't get discouraged. Like the best thing about control is you could be losing by like a hundred points, but if your team starts getting into the groove capturing more points, you can gain a hundred points just as quickly as you've lost them. So a lot of times in arenas, we'll get discouraged because we're down to uh, two games and we, we think we're going to lose a third because we're getting wrecked. And then we make a comeback and win three in a row or four in a row. Um, and th that's the same thing that can happen here is you can, you can lose a lot of points. Be the, the, the difference can be huge, but you can always bring it back. So don't get discouraged there. So, Hopefully these tips worked out. Atone, what do you think about them? Worked out? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, they're all very good, insightful tips. Because I, honestly, I'm I'm that guy that's just going to be trying to make solo plays. And after reading this, I'm like, maybe <laughs> that's not a good idea. And I'm like, respawn, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Infinite respawns. Who needs a lifeline? If anybody picks lifeline in this mode, I'll be like, why are you doing that? Like, there's no sure point. That. I'm curious. Are we even gonna though, get heals? Well, I'm curious. See, that's what I'm curious about is if we get heals, and then also if whenever you get downed, like you still get a shield and can you be revived? I'd almost rather just see like them just get downed completely and just just come back. I don't know. We'll see what all happens in the mode. The gameplay trailer will hopefully highlight it. Um, but those are just some tips that you all can use um, to. To as you're entering the first ever control mode in Apex Legends, it, it's definitely going to be. We probably all have a lot of expectations right now, and what I would do is probably throw those expectations in the trash and just let it surprise you, because it probably will. It it really will. So I'm super excited. So with that, we would like to thank all of you for listening. We're going to go ahead and close out the show here. Uh, we definitely want you to check out our link tree at linktree forward slash br underscore broadcast where you will find all of our links, including our Anchor, our Apple, our Spotify, our Twitter, our Discord, 
our Twitch, our surveys, our everything. You can find it all there. Um, Atone, how can everybody find you? So what's your Twitter, what's your Twitch uh, name and, and your Discord and all that kind of stuff? Oh, man. Uh, Atone Grimm, pretty much on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter too much. Uh, I'm Atone Grimm 7687 on Discord. Um, I, I don't really know how to use Discord that much, but you can find me in the BR broadcast uh, channel mostly if what? you need to, if you need to, if you need <laughs> to reach out for any reason. I don't know why you would, but <laughs> this guy's insightful. You're gonna want to play control mode because whenever you play with a Grim a, a over here, like it's interesting to see like how you go from like this chill little man, like because you're 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 big like muscular wise, but like. You're also kind of like a little. You almost look like a little bitty dude. So like, it looks like you. But you <laughs> got like camera angle, man. Yeah, the camera. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what she said too, right? Uh, <laughs> all them, uh, all them. Uh, what is it? You got you got a uh, catfish, right? That's what are we getting catfished right now? <laughs> so, but with Tone's personality like is so chill, and then like you'll get him, and he'll he'll be like, "We're doing this, and we weren't doing that." And it's like. Where'd this attitude come from? <laughs> so it's really fun to when he gets engaged. It's it's so exciting, and so I think uh, control will be like that with him. And I'm I'm excited to play it with you. I'm just a I'm just a really chill dude, but I I don't like to lose. I get really competitive, so mm, yep, and, we get it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, we all get. It. I mean, I play ranked so much, and you join me in my ranked uh, ways this time. It's been a little bit of a challenge for us both, but. Uh, we're, our synergy starting to come together a little bit better. So uh, once we get to that point, we'll, we'll be able to, to knock out some stuff. So of course you can find me anywhere you find broadcasts. I am behind the entire social media network that broadcast has. So whether it's on our TikTok, on our Instagram, on our Twitter, on our Twitch, um, you can also find me at geo number four, five, seven, four on discord. And then of course you can join the broadcast discord where I run it along with Elmer Fudd, Crazy, and Dr. Shrimpley. And you also find a tone there, so make sure to join that. And then lastly, you can give to broadcast. Uh, we have a tier as little as $1 a month up to $5 a month where we'll do VOD reviews. You'll get a special uh, a channel in the Discord. And I'm also very open about that. If you've become a Twitch subscriber, if you've become a, a server booster I add you to that. So it's not only Patreon that will kind of get you in that area. You'll get to see the notes early, um, all that kind of good stuff. So basically, you know, basically what I've been doing is the $1 tier almost does everything exactly the $5 tier does. So it's really just what do you want to give? And then we basically give you anything that I can think of. So uh, with that, we definitely like for you to please share the show with your friends, rate and review it on Apple podcast. I think Spotify might actually be, you might be able to rate and review on there as well. And with that, we would like to see you next time here on broadcast. And we are going to close that out. Uh, Atone, again, I appreciate you being on the show. Um, and for that, we'll say see you later. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you.